1935, the Lions win the NFL championship. The Detroit Tigers take the World Series. The Red Wings bring home Lord Stanley's Cup. Joe Lewis begins his rise to world domination. This transforms the Motor City into Detroit, City of Champions. All right, we are dropping anchor again. It is Detroit, City of Champions, the podcast. I'm Jamie Flanagan. Charles Avison. And we are telling the Special story. guest with... Oh, yeah, Roger. Roger Luxick, Packer Proving Grounds. Hey, Roger. Uh, people who were with us for the last episode, uh, we really talked about the Packer Proving Grounds because uh, we found out that... Miss America Ten is here, and here we are with her. If you're, uh, if there's a if, if people listen to the audio podcast, and some people watch it on YouTube and on fa- on Facebook videos, uh, we invite you to uh, make a point of, of seeing this one because uh, we are here with her within touching distance. I'm touching it, and I'm getting yelled at because I'm not supposed to touch it. No, Char- <laughs> Charles, you can touch it, and I'm, and I'm distracted too because Roger just gave me a copy of the original. Um, uh, course race for I've never seen it actually diagram like this is an he got a copy of this when he uh, you got a copy of it somewhere well I, I've been, we want to explain the exhibit the items that we have on exhibit accurately mm-hmm. sure and so I'm always searching for items that I can authenticate to make sure that we tell the absolute true facts and not somebody's pipe dream. But what's cool about this is, is that this is what they would have handed out to people that wanted to watch the race. That's exactly what it is. And so they would. So what you're looking at is, is where you're allowed to sit, where if you have a boat, where you're allowed to anchor, where you know it's like the whole track. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it shows. It shows like the map of the you know the the, the shoreline. Is the rooster tail in Belle Isle on that? Is that no, uh, no, this is up. This, this is on Lake St. Clair. Okay. And uh, there's a turning point. To the north at um, the, the Gross Point Yacht Club. Okay. And then at the southern turning point would be further downriver than what would be uh, at one time um, uh, Henry B. Joy's boat, private boathouse, okay. but is now today the Crescent Sail Yacht Club. Okay. So th- the track is seven miles and the race is going to be five laps. Okay. So the straights are three miles long each. That's what's so awesome about this. You see it. You can yeah. see the red track. So this is Lake St. Clair. Lake St. Clair. Map is. We'll put a picture up for yeah. people to see. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, but so, because what's different about this is, is up until 32, this is the 32 race. Right. And this is the first one that the Miss America would have been in. Right. In the 31, all the races up to 31 were around Belle Isle. Okay. Right? I mean, that's, Correct. that's, my, that's my understanding too. And so it was around Belle Isle. And so also... Um, that's what we're going to show that you know we'll have it. But this is if you're going to come to the race in 32 to around Lake St. Clair, this was this they this is what they would have been handing out. And it's interesting because we'll talk about it in the next episode because he's going we're going to be actually talk about the, the race itself in the next episode. Um, but uh, these are what you would have get been handed out, and I'll bring this up in the next show. Yeah. These are what you would have been given if you're like, hey, you going to the race? Yes. Here's your you know this is where the seating for, and maybe it would have appeared in a newspaper even. Well, th- as you say, this is a handout. Th- what we're yeah, this is a here. handout, but maybe they would have even put this out in a newspaper at the oh, time. Could too. very well be. Yeah. Uh, there's a lower part to the page because they're expecting a million visitors, yeah. mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the race starts at the crack of dawn, yeah. six thirty. And he talks about that in, in the next the bit morning, too. In a the, million have, people. I have a quote about that for the next one. He actually talks about how he was feared. I'm not going to read it all in here, but he talks about how they made it early in the morning. 
morning because they because of the, the like the weather and they wanted to make sure that it was they thought it was going to be calmer that day. Exactly. Yeah. All right. And he was worried though because there's all these boats in the water and he was like it was raining and it was, they were, I mean there's a whole story about the the morning of that race. So th- there's other instructions on where the million visitors can park along what is Lakeshore Drive. Okay. And where you're going to get parked, where you can get bussed in and Everybody's waiting for the big race. Yeah, wow. that's what I mean. Yeah, a million people. The qu- yeah. I got a great. Qu- I wish I could read it to, right now, but they're but they. I've got a quote for it right here in the book, and they talks about in the morning of the race and the way that Jay Lee Barrett. You've read Speedball King. Have you read the Speedball Games? Not entirely. Oh man, we got to get you a copy of that. I mean, it's seven hundred dollars. <laughs> Chris found one for yeah. like ten bucks somehow, yeah, but yeah, yeah. but but it's like one of the greatest books. And like Jay Lee Barrett, he was the uh, he was the treasurer. Of the uh, what was it, what was it the um, uh, the entire whatever the the boat club the, uh, the speedboat association yes. like yeah. the, eight, the the speedboat association he was the, the the treasurer so he was there as we're gonna read in this quote yeah. he was there for everything like he probably was the one that issued these documents could very well be and so he so that's what I mean like he so um and he was actually talking about he's like we were terrified in the morning of the race <laughs> because we thought there was gonna be a, a disaster because it was so rainy and there's all these boats right. jostling in the river and all over the place. Place. Mm. Um, he's like, we thought we made a huge mistake. Like, there's going to be a humanitarian crisis as a result of the early start of this race because nobody could see anything. It was all in the dark and it was raining and all <laughs> yeah. this. And so, so um, Roger, there's a whole story that, and that's what yeah. I'm saying. That's what's so interesting that you that you have this, and I really appreciate he's you bringing a, this. No problem. He's a he's a he's a monster. Totally, yeah. he's a, he absorbs history. I'm a junkie it, it, for this kind of stuff. That's yeah. connected well, I saw your enthusiasm on yeah. your uh, podcast on YouTube, and I oh, thought, you, you seem so good. Good. Oh, absolutely. Good. Great. Yeah. Thank I, you. I like to do my homework. Oh yeah. So you, my mom. We got two. So we did all right. So we got far, three. So You're doing great. Okay, good. <laughs> so uh, while we were in the little, taking a little break there and, and getting set to do this next episode, uh, we we talked about uh, the length of the boat is uh, 38 feet, 38 10 feet, feet wide, 10 feet wide. What else do you know about the missile? Because we almost missed her. Um, Renee here at the Packard Proving Grounds has been helping facilitate us, get us in here to be able to do this live here today. And we appreciate her and we appreciate everybody at the Proving Grounds letting us play here. And, uh, uh, let me it, let me slide in because I want to talk about. I've got a great quote for why the Miss America Boat Ten came about in the first place. Okay, and then so let me lay out what the, some of the stuff that we sure. have for so, why it came about, and then we'll come back and talk in episode fifty nine and some of the 60. stuff that maybe we did to, to fill to fill in some of the gaps sure. that Rod, you know that you, you might know here to fill in some of these gaps. All right, so fifty nine so, and sixty, the last episodes we were talking about the Miss America Nine. Yes, the Miss America and, Nine. It, it and, edges out the Miss England Two. Yeah, in the nineteen thirty one. Right in the 1931, um, in the 1931 Harms Road. But we were really outmatched. He had but he pull, was out. He had to pull all kinds yes. of tricks up oh, his yeah. sleeves, yes. and then the the fuel injectors. Yes. So the Miss American. Yes. Yeah, so the Miss. So the Miss England two was powered by these Rolls Royce engines that were that had more horsepower yeah. than Packard, and it was you know theoretically you know K Don had the advantage. Right. So um, what did so, we do? How did so we get Garwood to the So Garwood added superchargers to the engines. To, to, to you know just get a, to at least to make it somewhat close for yeah, this race yeah, yeah. but so he won you know the first, of course Kadon won the first heat of the race and then uh, Garwood they came out with this you know they, they had to rebuild the boat tear it apart and everything <laughs> and then of course which is your classic like every story is them they have to rip their entire boat apart in the middle of the night and tear it up put it all yeah. back together in 24 hours love it you know it's That's, a footnote gotta, for this episode but the last episode was the entire yeah. focus focal point yeah but anyways and so so and then they, they come back out and then uh, they, they, they call it the Yankee trick where Garwood's Garwood is heading towards the the, uh, the starting the starting line and K Don thinks that he's about to get beat to the starting line 
line. So he they make a dash to try to keep up with Wood. And the reality was Wood overshot the line, which Wood never did. Right. And then Kadon also overshot the line, which disqualified them both. They didn't know it. And then Gar then the Miss America eight ends up the one the the winner of the race because that's the only one that's not disqualified. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Right? So, and his brother's driving. And his brother's Razzle, driving. And then, it, and then the course of the race, the Miss, the Miss England two, is disabled, and it fl- I think it flips upside down, or it, it's disabled in some way, and yeah. so it doesn't. It's not even able to, to race the, the final one. And then they, and they, Garwood, I believe, finishes the the third heat and wins, and the Garwood's the actual name stamped on the the, the nineteen thirty one Harmsworth. Yeah. So, anyways, so now, so night, so in the, so this now we're getting to this here. So in the winter of 1931, um, uh, Garwood uh, is making repairs to Miss America Nine, and he uh, and, and so he wants to. Um, so so I have right here on January 27th, he sped up and down the measured mile near near his Florida. Home, so this is January 1932. Uh, sped up and down the measured mile near, near his Florida home in Indian River eight times until he broke Don uh, Don's speed record by the slimmest of margins, 110.785 miles an hour to Don's 110.223. However, because the times were so close, a technicality led Wood to another attempt. In the, in this case, he went 111.7196 miles an hour on February 5th to leave no debate that Garwood was once again the world's fastest man on water. So okay, so there so there we go with that. So now so but so here's the thing though. The so K Don comes back the next so that, so having recognized what Garwood did the previous year to add superchargers to his engines to 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 be able to keep up with the with these with these Rolls-Royce, Rolls-Royce says, "Well, why don't we just do the same thing?" And so they add superchargers to their engines, oh. which now raises so the so the Miss England 2 had already had a maximum capability of 1800 horsepower. Uh, which is 3,600 combined between her two engines. The new Miss England, they, 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 instead of a Miss England 2, now the, the new boat that's, that's built is the Miss England 3 with the supercharged engines, and now they have a 4,000 combined max horsepower. No fair copying. So, yeah, so they copy Garwood. <laughs> so they add, so they, 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 so they go from 3,600 horsepower in the Miss England 2 to yeah. 4,000 in the Miss England 3. Yeah. So now this is, there's the, the engines that Garwood has in the Missing, uh, Miss America 9 are just no longer. If they race head to head again, there's no, okay. ch- it's it's not going to happen. No it's chance. over. And to, it's just, to emphasize that fact, on July 18th, K. Don crushed Garwood's speed record oh. and, and threw down the gauntlet for the 1932 Harmsworth with a with a time on Loch Lomond, Scotland, of uh, 119.81 miles Ooh. an hour. So now, like Miss England three and K. Don are like. This is over. Yeah. You're gone. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right? Between harms with trophy races and the world speed records, these guys are going at it these back guys, and forth yes, all the time. Yes, yes, yes. They're yeah, going. Yeah. And these two, that's what's so great about the K-Don and the, and the Miss Englands, is they are literally going back and forth, beating each other's records and taking this thing to the next level. So, so Garwood's in a situation now where the Miss, you know, he, the, the engines, there's, you can't really max out the engines anymore. Yeah. And... Uh, you know the, the Miss England three is a. I mean, it's they're if they they can't just sit there and do nothing, and so um, having heard about the record breaking loss and the you know they that that Don had broken the record, uh, and also that the, this new boat is so you know so vastly speed superior. So Jaylee Barrett goes to Garwood's mansion in Greyhaven. Uh, and it says right here to break the bad news to Garwood that this boat that he's now like 
you know, in a bad way. Right, right, <laughs> right. right. Like, like, you're, you're a Jigar, I got some bad news, you know, it was just, you're, you know, you're, you're about to lose your title or whatever, whatever he was about to say to him. Yeah. But this is the quote that I get to, I wanted to read okay. about, about that moment where Jay Lee Barrett is going over to Garwood to tell him this bad news, okay? It's just, I love this stuff. Turns out it's to be a, good news. Oh, this is great. <laughs> no, Jay, you're going to see, it's, it's interting. You know, is, it's, where's this from? So this is Speedboat Kings, okay. Jay Lee Barrett. He's and again, oh, Jay, he's going over to Garwood to tell him the bad news that his record's been broken right, and that right. they're missing on three superior okay. and that they're in trouble and they don't know how they're going to get through the next you know Harmsworth challenge yeah. because they're, they already issued the challenge, right? Mm -hmm. And so, so okay, so here this is Jay Lee Barrett. I went up to see Wood at his Greyhaven home with the with the with the bad news, but I didn't get a chance to tell him. Four other men were there besides Wood and myself, engineers from the Packard plant. Wood had one knee on the floor and was tracing at Packard for engineers, was and was tracing for Packard engineers the shape of a new boat on the carpet with a piece of chalk. You see, men, he was saying, I want those four engines like this, two in tandem, and and he indicated them two banks of engines, one behind the other, two engines in each bank. We'll build a 38-foot hull and we'll balance it. We'll balance it for those four engines. When I heard Wood talking like that, I knew he didn't need any bad news from me. He was planning to take the engines out of his Miss America 8 and 9, set them four engines into his new boat, not as four engines, but as one 24-cylinder engine on the starboard side and one 24-cylinder engine on the port side. That's exactly how it <laughs> with, works out. <laughs> with the crankshafts of the two engines on each side turning as one shaft. Wood was starting an engineering revolution. M.J. Steele, one of the Packard engineers, interrupted Wood. You can't place that power in tandem, Mr. Wood. Not that way. L Wood looked up at him from the carpet. Steele went on. You can't put your crankshaft directly into your gearbox. There's too much power there. But Wood said, well, we'll try it. Take my <laughs> engines out of the old boat and boats and, over and overhaul them. <laughs> Steele wanted to insert a flexible coupling on each side between the engines and the gearboxes to take up the tremendous vibration to protect the engines from cracking up. Wood said there wasn't any room for flexible couplings. We've got to save space, he told Steele. But the engineers were firm. You may as well put a bomb in an egg crate, Mr. Wood, Steele said. The first trial in that boat might kill you. I'll take that chance, Wood answered. I'll take that chance, Wood answered. The engineers rose and walked out of the place into the night. Wood went to bed. The next morning, he flew in his amphibian plane to Algonac, told Napoleon Lycee, his, his hull builder, his plans, and by noon, America had started to answer the harms were challenged. challenge. <laughs> oh, man. The madman's, they call this the boat, the madman's dream. You and, know? And, and that transmission yeah. was designed by Gar Wood. Yes. You know, so he, you're talking about it right he, there. He's talking he about how they want to do it. Many <laughs> mechanical patents, mm -hmm. and this was probably one of his greatest. I mean, mm. this was going to keep him the speedboat king. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was his goal in life. That was ever it. since he was a kid. Yeah, he wanted to be the fastest man yes, on the water. Yes, yes, but it's so great because he's going. You know, they're on a carpet with a piece of chalk. Going, okay, we're going to do this and that. And they're going, here. you can't do that, man. You know, these are guys. These are guys that are Packard engineers that do this for a living, like every oh, single you are day. Crazy. They're like, they're like, that's like putting a bomb in an egg crate. You know, and it's and what's so great is like. He's like, and by noon, America had started to answer the harm. He's like, this is the patriotism. This is Detroit. This is this stuff here is the essence, the folklore of what, what, what made Detroit great. And it's like, this is the stuff that I want that has to get out. Yeah. 
And it's just, I mean, like this, and we're looking at it behind us. It's, yeah, and again, we'll go up there, and we'll have images to go along with it of uh, of the, the the two engines yeah. on both sides. There's four but he's big like, dogs so it's two, in there. <laughs> two engines strapped together with a crankshaft. Is he's like, we're gonna take two engines. They're like, well, <laughs> we're gonna take two engines and strap them together so it's one if, one giant engine, and we're gonna have two of those. You yeah, know? <laughs> we'll have visitors look at this thing, and, and they yeah. just cannot believe it when we tell them. Yeah, and this is the kind of stuff our great grandparents and great-grandparents did yeah. or, or saw when they stood on the bank of the Lake St. Clair to see these things. Um, and it's, it's why we are preserving the Packard Proving Grounds, and it's why we like to display Max. And, that, yeah. and, that, and that's the thing, and it's like in those Packard engines there are gorgeous, and it's, I, I love the, the attitude is, is don't tell me we can't. That's what I love it. Tell exactly. Me, tell me how I can. That's what this is all about. I don't want to hear you can't. You would keep him out. He's like, well, we'll try it. Let's find Let's another try way. It. He's and like, then, it might kill you. He's like, yeah, well, so would walking might walking across the street today. Let's try it. <laughs> Let's you know, try like it. he's like, you can't strap two engines together and build one engine. <laughs> you know, he's like, Let's try it. <laughs> I won't you know, try it. I gotta draw obviously it's possible. I have a chalk drawing on my floor mm. and my carpet in my living room. <laughs> So it's obviously possible if I'm able to draw, yeah, conceptualize yeah. it. You know, they're like, well, that's a good point. So, Let's Roger, what do you know it. about the Miss America 10 now that Gar has sure. sketched it out on his carpet? And here she, here she sits behind us. Well, well it's on loan to us. Yes. We do not own it. It is um, graciously displayed by Hank Mistily, Henry Mistily, longtime Detroit family. In fact, Hank's younger brother, who recently passed away, yeah. uh, owned Miss America 9. We've yes. seen the video. We've yeah. seen the video. We had there was it, a really cool sh- news video. Yeah, where he's driving him, it, where he's yeah. actually yeah. driving it. Uh, it, it. That was remoted with uh, some, some modern Chevy, Chevy yeah. engines, yeah. like 502s. That uh, thing was cruising when the videos yeah, I saw yeah. him pushing that thing. He well, was you've cruising. seen the videos of this on on from the day there yeah. are well the, the one with, that charles misley was driving when he had restored the nine right he had that one going up and down the river and those engines look plenty fast those they said the chryslers that he had in there because we almost missed yeah. i was uh, earlier i said we almost missed her because it's uh, going out on show it's going out on a, yeah, on the a miss show. america 10's traveling so the, the, the nine they drop the nine in the water and they'll run her uh does this one fire up and run you know i don't know because he takes them so far away it's okay like, well what i've heard in last um uh, Lake Tahoe. He'll be in New York. Right, right. Uh, so I don't get a chance to follow it around. What I heard about this is that they don't put it in the water. That it's that it's so. And I can talk about that here in a second with another quote. But the difficulty was getting this thing to plane. It was a, it was they, they that was one of the they, the first race they they ran in the first heat. They couldn't even they they couldn't even get it to plane. They had right. to tear it apart again after the. We're going to talk about the next episode. <laughs> but after the very first heat, they had to tear it apart because they couldn't. It was so difficult to get it to plane. So I think that that you know it was like I mean this took like their entire crew just to get it just to get it to plane wow. you know so they're like you know to get it up on its on its hydroplane so like you know this is not something that's just you just put this in water this is like it, just to get this thing going for well, a race the is an engineering feat the weight yeah. alone is is much more than a lot of. Um yeah, places like where is, antique boats show yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. You'd have to be near a major marina to pick this up on a travel. Sure, lift. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they were saying so, that when they it, built the this. Nine, the nine is, is decidedly small. Do we know how big yeah. the nine is? I don't know that. I know that this, this boat, Max, was 
at the time the limit was 40 feet and mm. they drew her at 38. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so when Wood is talking about not enough room for couplings, that's because he can't make the boat much bigger. Right, right, yeah. So he's limited. So here's I have another quote here which talks about when the boat was first built, when, he, when they first built it. Okay. So he says, so this is again, Jaylee Baird, of course. This is our guide through this entire story so far. You know, he's this guy that was there. I love his you know? people, King Boot. So, so anyways, uh, so it was June 1932 when I first saw the new boat that Wood had drawn up on the, on the carpet of his home that winter night. It was hanging there in, in its cradle on, at Wood's boat well in Algonac, Miss America 10, a finished product with four giant engines developing 6,400 horsepower, two in tandem, one behind the other. It looked to me like those four engines would tear that beautiful mahogany hull to slivers. The engineers had told Wood that the first trial in that boat might kill him, but that didn't stop him. Slowly as we watched there, the new boat was lowered from its cradle and slipped into the water for the first time. Wood and Johnson stepped into the cockpit. Johnson pressed the starting button. 6,400 horsepower was loose. The boat shot like an arrow out onto the river. In less than a minute, it was out of sight, but we could still hear those engines roar. It's 16 carburetors pouring five gallons of gasoline into them every mile. It's 96 spark plugs clicking and firing perfectly. The boat came back in a few minutes and was again strung up in the cradle. Wood, his face still stinging from this hail of, of smashing spray, climbed out of the cockpit, took off his helmet from his white head, and smiled. He was satisfied, happy as a young boy who had suddenly discovered the secret of a toy puzzle. She'll do, he said. She'll do. <laughs> She'll do. <laughs> Wouldn't you like to be in the, in the, in the throttle man seat where Orlin yeah. Johnson sits? Yeah. It'd be amazing. Yeah, so it's, it's just, uh, we, were, we were talking about the, the gallons of gasoline. So this, he says five gallons of gasoline into them every mile. So maybe we're talking about like, in, talking about per bank or something. Must be, because um, it, I've heard yeah. that it was going through but it's still 10 just, gallons per mile. Yeah, mm. so, that's, so that's, that's a lot of gas. Like, if you're going, well, I get 25 miles per gallon of this thing, you know, you're like, well, I get, you know, uh, <laughs> 10 miles, 10, 10 gallons a mile. 10 gallons a mile. They also 10 talk, gallons a mile. That's a different dog, game. You know, that's a whole other, <laughs> I need to re- re- flip the, the math on that one. Jeez. So, uh, so in a Harmsworth race with, with 35 miles, he's burning almost 400 gallons. Yeah, 400 gallons of gas on <laughs> uh, uh, one single shit. heat, too. Yeah, he's just going, geez, man, that, that's like back then they're like, you know, what would the, you know, the, you know, the, environmentalists say back then they're like how much does that car that boat take it off he's like can you make that more environmentally friendly he's like he's like well we'll work on that we'll get to that as soon as we can but uh yeah nope. it's uh yeah he's no he's answering the call roll uh, miss england three with two rolls royces yeah no, yeah. we're gonna go four pa- four. <laughs> four packards that's, that's what i call yeah. them max yeah absolutely he's like they're maxing it out you know he's like and if there was, and if there was another, if there kept on being races, he would have taken to the six, you know, or eight. He this is a man that's that's not going to be beaten. And so, uh, Jay, well, if we can insert this picture at some yeah, point too, like this sure. is this this is such a great image showing like this monster, you know, this and it has Packard on there too. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, so anyway, just another quote. This this is kind of the last one I'm gonna read for this, but this but it talks about the engines and this is like this is one of my this is almost a poem. This is like a. This is like a hymn of praise, uh, you know, um, by J. Lee Baird. And then it's, it's, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's like, it's so like poetic, I think. So, um, so I want to read this and it kind of ties into what we were talking about with that little clip about the engines being at the bottom of the river. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so here to, again, this is J. Lee Barrett, um, one of the great, uh, you could say, um, auto, like, uh, 
poets of engineering that that's ever been that's ever spoken. So. Uh, no engines in America, probably in the world, were ever driven like, the, like these Packard engines. The two forward engines had been used in Miss America 8. The two engines in the second bank had been used in three boats. Miss America, Miss America 6, which cracked up on the St. Clair River in 1928. The Miss America 7, which cracked up in Italy in 1929. And the Miss, America, the Miss America 9, the first boat to set an official world record of over 100 miles an hour. Those engines have history back of them. I don't know what they're made of, but I don't want to know for certain. I like to think of them as being born from the fires of Vulcan, shaped out of some strange uncanny alchemy never touched by human hands and held together by some eternal fragment of stuff that knows not human disintegration. That's the way they seem to me. That's the way they will always seem. Like that's like what fires of vault yeah, from the like, fire. <laughs> like, I tell you the writing, I the writing. I know he's he's the greatest writer yeah. ever, man. He's <laughs> like he's like I don't want. He's like looking out into the, the sunset. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, like the vision these guys like no engines in America were ever driven like these Packards. Like that's an those are engines. He's like those boats were dragged up from the rivers. You know, one was dragged from the bottom of Lake St. Clair. One was dragged up from the you know Italy. From, the, from Italy. Yeah. You know, the bottoms of the Italy. You know, it's it's just incredible. And then they were all fitted into this to to mm -hmm. beat the English or Miss England three. You know, <laughs> it's it's awesome. I love it. That's why it's my favorite. This is my favorite. There's 33 championships during the season, mm -hmm. and this is my favorite story of them all because it's just uh, it just doesn't. It, I mean, it's just what else do you need? Yeah. I mean, what else do you need for an incredible story? If this was seen on a movie screen somehow, <laughs> you know, through it, like, I mean, it would just be the greatest story. Yeah, like, yeah. Chris actually said that. He's like, how is this not a movie yet? Exactly. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. It needs to be. It I mean, really, this is America. Really this is America. You got these people that are pushing the limits. They're pushing, you know, they're, they're pushing, like. Th Don't tell when, me I can't. Just yeah, tell and me. And when it's all said and done, what does he get out of this? They're try. spending millions of dollars on this stuff. Just to have fun yeah, yeah. they're just yeah. yeah just to hold a you know this this harms trophy this bronze harms like that's what it's all about they're, yeah. they're risking their lives orland johnson had nearly died twice through his jugular slit had you know smashed down face first in italy off of after dropping like 50 feet from the sky from the boat exploding um you know like these people are risking life limb people at seagrave did die you know yeah. what i mean like they're oh, yeah. just you know yeah. and so you know there's all i mean there's the for what for what for a bronze trophy? Mm -hmm. No, because mm -hmm. this is this is the human experience. This is people are want you know the people are why do we want to go to the moon? Why do we want to like you know explore new areas? Why do we want to always push it around us? Because that's the this is the you know the, the 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 essence of human beings pushing the boundaries. You know, using you know like always trying something new and trying to expand our horizons and yeah. take it to the next level. You know, and like to say these are these are quintessential Americans. In a, in a quintessential American city of Detroit, in its in its in its glory, yeah. and you it's, couldn't do this in any other town in America. No, no, no. but no, the, the, yeah. not this yeah. specific talent, story. Yeah, we had all the yeah. industry behind him. Yeah, and he's taken on Rolls Royce. He's taken on the the the, the Admiralty, you know, the British Admiralty, and you know, they're yeah. you know, the masters of the masters of the seas. You know, we're yeah. taking on the British. Like we refuse to let those Yanks have the, the, the speed on water. We need that. You know, yeah. the Rolls Royce. They got the you know Wakefield, who's got the an, you know an oil baron. So they got everything they need. They got a, a you know a, 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 a World War One ace, you know, a pilot, you know, hero. They got everything they need to win. But they, but Detroit and Garwood and the, you know, and Packard and the industry, they say no, no. They're not. This is our trophy, and yeah, we want it. <laughs> we it. like it here. And you know? We're keeping it. Yeah, and I mean, it was that's what I'm saying. It was not just a competition for a piece of brass. Sure, yeah. this is a competition. But you know, this was what people. 
I guess it, I guess it's like it kind of ties into the very essence of maybe you know what Detroit used to be, what Detroit is, the the vestiges of what Detroit is, but maybe it's tougher to see mm-hmm. in the that the essence of civic pride, that essence of you know American pride and you know and the, the pride of like you know that that spirit of competition and like this is who we are. Roger, is there uh, anything else about the boat uh, that uh, you can share with us? Is uh, do you know anything about the the wood? Uh, mahogany, you know, it's, yeah. Philippine mahogany, mahogany yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, I believe it's a carries a six hundred gallon gas tank. Okay. Uh, the engines uh, I've seen they mainly talk about sixteen hundred horsepower per engine, yeah. so a total of six thousand four hundred horsepower. But then there are <laughs> yeah, other reports yeah. that um, with finer tuning and different fuels, yeah. that they increase the horsepower to as much as two thousand. Well, and the, the, this is that's the initial. The, you know, right. This is the, the initial, initial. You know, there's no doubt that they could have like you know yeah, supercharged it, yeah. super, you know, to tweaked it. Yeah. It's just an, it's a it's a very impressive object in in the collection that we exhibit. Mm-hmm. We get so many compliments about the boat and. Um, uh, uh, well, the fact Hank that it's still Wee- here, you know, well, I mean, Hank- this is a ma- massive piece. It's- this is not like a museum piece where you have like a, a jar that's like, oh, this was from the fifth dynasty of, you know, <laughs> such and such. This thing is massive. Like, you know, the, the fact that, you, that there's space to have it and to hold it, you know, since this time. That's impressive. Hey, if, if the people that are, uh, if you like, I said it's definitely worth uh, if you're listening to the audio podcast to uh, find the, the video version, and it's just the finish on it, just the it is astounding, uh, just how, how furniture quality. Yeah. yeah, you won't find a finish. Well, I saw there is a piano. video about Garwood describing the Miss I'm going to find that. We've got to find it. Yeah, into this. The last I, I got a copy of it from the museum in Elginac, from yeah. the Garwood Historical Museum in Elginac, and I have it somewhere. I just haven't been able to find it. And you've, you've said the quote. Of few times. Yeah, and Garwood is standing in front of the Miss America Ten. It's a the, it, the, like the, it's are. a black and yeah, just like this. It's a it's a black and white video, but and because it's black and white, the mahogany is like a really dark behind mm-hmm. him. And what he says is so cool. He's like, he go he says if he's like this is so polished to such a sh- to like such an aerodynamic finish. Like the way he describes it is so amazing. He's like he's like that if a fly landed on this, it would break its leg. He actually says that. It goes, <laughs> great, that if great? a fly landed on it, it would break his leg. That's great. <laughs> Garwood well, the, was awesome, man. The current finish uh was the boat was restored by Maya Brothers up in Algonac. Mm-hmm. So it was done at the hometown it was, yeah. uh, where it was built originally. And, uh, you know, they take great pride up at that boat. Who yard. did it? Where, where, where was it before it was restored? Was just- well, yeah, I heard, and I don't know this for a fact, so I, it, that at one time was in the Bill Hara collection in Nevada. Mm. Uh, really? It made it all the way out to, it went out west for a little while. Yeah. Huh? Well, you know, there wasn't much uh, in the way of harms with racing after yeah. 1937. Yeah. 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 Um, and folks like Bill Hara would be typical for him to be, Build something like to buy something like this mm-hmm. for his collection. He had the world's largest auto collection. Okay, I get you. I can see that. Yeah, and and uh, he had a lot of Packers in his collection. And you're near Lake Tahoe. Why not? And sure. Bill uh, has um, a large had a large collection of boats. Uh, 
uh, Thunderbird on Lake Tahoe. See, that's what's one of the important things about collectors too is is that it's it, a lot of times it's the collectors that that keep it from they, one generation to the next. They recognize the importance. It. Absolutely, that's yeah. what I mean. Like you know, people that under that's why history is important and telling the stories and that because you know you it's it helps to it, you know it helps to make these things important enough to want to keep. Well, that's yeah. why we're grateful the Misterly family did this. Yeah, sure, uh, absolutely. I'm, I'm glad that they uh, lend it here and, and and put it on display for for people to see. And I'm I'm glad I appreciate. Uh, and if Roger it's going to go on, here at the Packard grounds for having us in. And if it's going to go on tour, it's going to go. You know, it's, 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 it leaves. Yeah. So it does. It, you, you've got to catch the timing right. You but the, but if make it, an appointment, come out and see it. But yeah. if it's going to go anywhere, you said it's it's going out to Algonac for for some of their stuff they do out they, there, which they, is not a bad. I mean, if it's going to go somewhere, you know, you got, you got to be at least happy it's going back out to Algonac a little bit, which is like <laughs> yeah. you know, that's the I've seen it Port Huron at a yeah. show, yeah. but generally he's taking it long distance. Yeah, um, Canada. Yeah. Yeah. New York, uh, California, Lake Tahoe, all the big, all the big. Venues. But that's another thing too is that it's good for it because it brings out some of that history. It gets mm-hmm. other people, people get to see it, in it. Yeah, for themselves. Sure, sure. Maybe even yeah. some of our viewers are like, you know, we have some Canadian viewers and yeah. listeners of the show. They're like, hey, send us the tour. We want to, you know, we want to check it out when it is on that tour. You know, they'll check it out at whatever show it's at. Do they have it? Do you know if they have like? An I don't have it scheduled for his. Okay, do you know where like where they actually? Where they put the schedule up when it, if it comes, you know, it would probably be on the uh, Anti Classic Boat Association of America. Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool, yeah. cool. Awesome. All right. Um, where, are we, where are we going to pick up the story next? Yeah. So next, next week. We're, so we're just talking about the like, sort of the genesis of the Miss America Ten, which is you know how, you know appropriate for us <laughs> doing sitting, it, here, sitting with it. here with it. Oh. Uh, the next show, we're just going to really we're going to get into the thirty-two race. Okay. Um, it'll give me a little chance to digest this. You know, the, you know, the, the document that Roger gave us. Yeah, here, which is awesome. Uh, it shows the map of the track and everything. We found something new. I'm so yeah, excited. So for yeah, you. I love finding. I'm a total junkie for this kind of stuff. <laughs> and so, uh, so anyways, it'll give it. So so we're going to be talking about it in the next episode. Um, you know, the, the 32 race, uh, we're going to start, and then the, we'll wrap up. Uh, we have t- really two more episodes to go with Garwood. The All next right. one's the 32 race. And then, the, um, and then the final episode, we're going to sort of do like an overall Garwood wrap up. Awesome. So. We got to talk about, when are you going to talk about that he sets the world speed record? That oh, lasts for five or six years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, no, we're talking about it. it's. Um, we'll, we'll be talking about it on, on yeah. here. I've got it. I mean, that's what he does. He, 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 you know, he does break it. There's no doubt about that. Um, yeah. So that's when the boat hits the water. Yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah. I think he. Yeah. Once he hits the water and starts to take, because there's a bunch of issues that that came about um, before. Like there's there's so much to get into about the race itself right. and. Cause, yeah, he's gonna. Yeah, he's not letting K down have no, that record. That not. When he when he bits, bits this thing out, he don't think he's gonna go. Well, we'll just wait to the race and see how she does. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. he wants to show this thing off with some speed. All right, once again, Roger, everybody here at the uh, Packard Proving Grounds, thanks for uh, having us, letting us invade your space. Uh, Glad and, you could camp, come out and, and visit do us. this and see the the Miss America and uh, Charles. Thank you for all your work. Love it. We love doing this. this everybody who's listening, uh, go, go ahead, like, subscribe, tell a couple friends uh you know two three a hundred whatever it takes uh tell a couple people about the podcast and uh, like subscribe and all those things that that you do thanks again and uh, we're going to pull up the anchor and, and we'll see you again next time on detroit city of champions